Okay, so it says it's recording, so we can start now. Okay. Okay. So okay, so uh, hello guys, this is Anthony. This uh, he was in my One Division podcast. Okay, What's up? Not heard it? Oh my god, don't do that. That's cringy as hell. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, so as uh, we promised in the One Division podcast, we're going to be doing podcasts for the Falcon the Winter uh, Falcon the Winter Soldier episodes. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, so the first one released, and so we're going to talk about it. Okay. Okay. Okay, cool. So, what are your general thoughts on it? First of all, I thought I thought it was really good. Uh, I mean, I would give it a seven or a ten, at okay, least. Okay, that's a okay. Well, I thought it was great, and I'd give it a nine if you were asking me a number. Um, oh, yeah. I happen to really like it. I think I think the structure of the episode is really well done in the sense that uh, it starts off. like the literally you ex- like literally the first shot of the show you expect it to be something grand right but literally yeah. the first shot is you see an iron box and sam is ironing his clothes and then you see yeah. <laughs> and then you see him holding the shield and you can and then there's the voice over from end game being played and so like without without the use of many dialogues right mostly through the use yeah. of the camera and uh, uh, sam wilson's face you can already tell that he's mm. already burdened by the responsibility of the shield and so that instantly sets up the theme of the show which is um you know uh, does sam, sam kind of stepping into the void of captain america exactly so i feel like the starting or, or even coming to terms with the fact that there isn't a captain in america anymore but then I, I at the end of the episode what the arc for sam could be is it that you can be the next captain america or is that you can or is it that you falcon can be the first falcon yeah yeah exactly i'm very confused now but i i don't know both sound good to me yeah like for spider man it made sense spider man is spider man because he's such a huge character that yeah. he doesn't have yeah. to be iron boy junior which was the theme <laughs> of spider man far from home i did not think yeah, they executed yeah. it really well but i sort of understood the theme but here falcon mm. is not as big so he can be the next captain america so it's, it's also been also done. i liked how we got a little more, bit more insight into sam's character because exactly. i think he is very underused in the movies mm mm-hmm, mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think the approach of Marvel shows was a great idea because uh, the, the thing is you have films, right? And each film is a self-contained story which has to, you know, has to have those story beats and it's supposed to set up the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe but also it has to be a good self-contained story. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, here with shows is that and 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 the problem with movies is you can't have it too long unless you're Zack Snyder and make yeah. a 4-hour superhero movie. um you you can't do much right because even if you make that long of a movie people are not going to watch too long you know films right because they need to go yeah, there for a short yeah. amount of time so there's a restriction right uh, snyder was able to make the four hour film because it released on hbo max so people can pause and stuff but here for theatrical you have to keep a limited run time so let's say approximately 2 hours to 1 hour hours okay for end game you can have three but i think if you overdo it then it's going to be too much right Yeah, um, but here and, for and shows, there's more scope. Exactly, you have so, the shows are way longer than films, so you have way more runtime that you can have for a film, and so you can use that time to explore the characters, which I think this show does really well, and I'm really happy yeah. that it used the series format to its advantage to explore the characters because I think yeah. ba- uh, Bucky and Sam were mostly side characters who we liked, but we did not love because you know we didn't get to know about yeah. them. They're just the sidekicks yeah. of our favorite characters, which is you know. uh captain america but here we finally you know i think it's a great idea to have a show dedicated to these two because first of all you have a, a buddy cop type of rivalry sort of friendship yeah. that is fun of course also i don't know if you noticed but sam and bucky were never even in, in the same scene together yeah i know i know that that's so risky but you know they pulled it off yeah but i just love the risk Exactly the whole what the whole show promised us from the trailers and everything from the synopsis is these two guys they don't like each other but they're forced to work with each other and they did not even show that in the first episode but yet I still loved mm-hmm. it so it tells us how ballsy Marvel is and uh, yeah. you know they're willing It wasn't what I was expecting but it was still really good True true I think I was kind of in the beginning I was waiting for them to meet but then sort of I just got swept away in the story that I realized it yeah. way after in the end that oh wait these guys never met in the whole episode And so I appreciated that because if it was bad, then I would have just noticed it. You know, like, okay, this episode is not great. I need these two to come together to sort of make yeah. it. Yeah. But I was so lost that I completely forgot. I was just I was just swept up by 
the storylines of Bucky and Sam. Mm-hmm. And so that I think it does really well. So uh, what do you think of Sam's character as of now? What are your thoughts? As of now, I think them doing the whole boat thing yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is a great, great deal. Because usually, I, I think when we watch like the MCU movies, mm-hmm. we, get, we got some character on Bucky, but then there was literally nothing on Sam. No backstory, nothing. Just, he just felt like he was forced into the story. <clears throat> and now they're giving him his own story which i like i like that mm, to me uh, i think bucky was also not a great character yeah he had a back story but i didn't feel enough for him probably because he was no but the main it character. felt like bucky fit in better than sam that I, because that I bucky yeah 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 well to me i think sam's first appearance was in the winter soldier movie and i don't think he was forced yeah. in i think he was a pretty good introduction but i think the good thing is now he has had his chance to shine in with this show and uh, that I think been... Sam's introduction in Winter Soldier was supposed to be similar to Natasha's in, um, I Iron think Man it was Two? Iron Man 2, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I, th- I think uh, Sam has a pretty important role, not that great of a role, but an important role to play in Winter Soldier because... Uh, yeah. At that time, he did not know Steve, He did not uh, know Bucky was still alive, and so he didn't really have a friend, uh, you know, who he mm-hmm. could connect with. And plus, he's, so he he's, kind of steps into the void of what Bucky. Um, was. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so I think that's why Sam and him became friends because they found this common ground. And Sam is like, this and now I, I think this show is gonna uh, set up, um, Sam and Bucky both stepping into Captain America's void for each other. Yeah, that's actually, if you that's understand actually a great... I mean. yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. But I, I was just saying that that is the sort of uh, relevance of Sam in the Winter Soldier. And now that Steve is gone, as you said, I think they're going to fill the void of Captain America for each other. So I think that that's a great yeah. thing. Um, I think some people... I'm in this Discord, Marvel Studios Discord chat, and some people who said the episode was it's good or okay, right. they were saying mm-hmm. that uh, the... The episode was focused too much on talking about the boats and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I, didn't, I, I didn't get it. I, 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 I like that, that actually. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. like that. I think mm-hmm. the good thing, the good thing is, I think, as I was saying in the beginning, for the structure of the episode, um, you, we know it's action-based, right? So all the people, like I have a friend who loves action, so he did not care about WandaVision. This guy wants to watch Falcon the Winter Soldier. And so I feel like mm-hmm. you still have to strike a balance between the people who are only there for the action and people who are there for the characters. Uh, I'm there but, for both. So it works for me. Yeah. Someone that yeah. said it was all about the action. They will not find the boat stuff interesting. But I found both of them yeah. interesting. I think here's how it starts. Right? It starts off with uh, Sam uh, with the shield, right? You have a, this very small moment. And then it's, yeah. and then yeah. the, action, the action immediately starts and you have this whole... Uh, I would say canyon chase scene which I loved by the way that action scene was great do you agree yeah bro the action scenes were so good yeah the uh, the scene in which falcon is flying through the canyon I loved it yeah yeah, uh, yeah. bro I don't know it felt it gave me intense. star wars vibes yeah it felt I don't know if you've seen you could it, feel yeah. like you he, like his uh, wings are scraping into the canyon so you could feel like yeah yeah I feel like it works because it's like you see falcon doing cool shit but you also Hmm. I feel like Falcon could be in danger, right? And so maybe that's why... And, is it, and it isn't all... And it isn't all shooting beams at each other either. True, true, true. You uh, you have some action choreography for once, right? So... Yeah. I think, I think WandaVision was really good, but I think the action, it's little... You know, it kind of lacked because it's mostly CGI mm-hmm. and it's just people shooting beams yeah. at each other. Which for me is boring. For me, someone, for someone else, it might be interesting. But here, you have... Special effects. You can't actually make Anthony Mackie fly through a freaking suit in the yeah. Movie, right. So of course I know that those parts are CGI and they look a little fake at times, but for the most part it's really it's very real. Um, but I like that. I think the main reason the action works is because you actually have some proper choreography. Uh, you know. Yeah. Whereas WandaVision, it it was a bit more random. Yeah. But I feel like uh, I feel like it's fine because WandaVision is not an action. Or, on your, on yeah, your it's show. not supposed to be for the action. Exactly. So I think that's a bit more. That's a, that is a bit more mystery drama. So I feel like for that is it yeah. works. This is a different Fantasy drama mystery, than the action. So yeah, here I think I I love the uh thing. And if you notice, it was uh, Batroc <clears throat> the Leaper who came back from Winter Soldier. He was like the dude in the. Uh, oh yeah. Fighting. That's why. Yeah. Oh so my he was god! There. I didn't. He's the I dude thought Captain it was America just another fought. random character. No, no, no. He's the dude Captain America fought in that boat in the starting of Winter Soldier. 
this is joe right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's the same guy so and then i when he was in this helicopter and this missile was coming and i'm like they're going to kill this dude so fast and then he jumps out of the helicopter and i'm like yeah no they're keeping him they're keeping him so <laughs> he's better than he he's a he's a he's a captain america villain in the comics so yeah, yeah i I, i don't know if you remember but there used to be this ultimate spiderman show yeah i know i know i've seen used to be on that yeah that's how i you know better than people from that yeah 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 it's nice so we we know from different stuff yeah i've i've seen him there as well so i like that they brought hmm. him back uh, the action scene was uh, freaking great but i just love how after that action you for 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 a long time you just see the stuff about sam and you also see the stuff about bucky uh but but before bucky you, you get the action scene for bucky right but but before we get to bucky i like how uh, after that he comes like you see him with the action and stuff and you're like this guy's a cool superhero but then you see him yeah. in his family and you're like okay so that immediately grounds him back to yeah. a human being <laughs> a normal and, man exactly a, a normal common man who has a family and i love his relationship with yeah. his sister right like her, she her acting yeah. is so good that i believe that they had a history as a sibling yeah. right? although i've never seen her <laughs> right and i yeah. like and i and i love how they continue continuing the story after the blip right after uh, thanos yeah. snap she's like i had to you know uh, manage this whole family with my children without you cuz sam yeah, had dusted off years, for 5 yeah. years mm-hmm. and you can't just come here and try to you know make changes and command everyone around sam and i like i love the dynamic cuz sam is like i was gone for 5 years but it's not his fault but his her sister had to endure all this for like freaking yeah. half a decade and so i just mm. love how the consequences of end game sprinkle throughout the whole of the mcu you know after, yeah. what, whatever comes after end game like the blip is such an important part like in one division the blip is important because monica yeah. monica uh, had been gone and her mother had died yeah. in between right and See, spiderman what they did is instead of time, instead of u- using end game as a restart point they used it as a transition point exactly exactly that's that so i really like that use of the blip as a haunting memory yeah, in the yeah. past of sorts right so i yeah. like how it stands on its own but it also takes cues from the previous films and sets up the future films but also it yeah. it maintains its ground on its own and uh, uh, the boat stuff i can understand ca- could be a little boring but for me it worked because i love spiderman 2 as you know and spiderman 2's main theme is uh, about peter parker and him struggling uh with responsibilities as a superhero and his uh, personal life and whenever yeah. he is going to be a superhero his personal life gets more shit you necessary yeah, yeah i get it i get it exactly so here's the thing right i feel like it gave me spiderman 2 vibes because it's like he's a superhero but again he still has monetary problems because peter parker yeah, has money problems he doesn't problems. get paid for what he does yeah he, he doesn't get paid so he does not get the loan so it gave me very spiderman 2 vibes so that's a compliment immediately cuz it's not exactly like spiderman 2 but it takes some cues <laughs> from it and that grounds falcon into a bit more human person with these human problems right so yeah. we can relate to him a bit more maybe people who are broke or maybe people who also are struggling with money issues they can probably project themselves onto sam and they're like hey this guy's like me yeah. so they could probably have mm. a new favorite superhero they could or find a character that they could be like hey that you know that person reminds me of myself and my situation but if falcon can do cool things he can be a good person that even the person who's watching can also be inspired to do good so i feel like that is you know coming outside the mcu coming outside the you know the screenplay of the uh, episode i feel like it can also be inspiring to people you know in yeah speaking from an emotional context right so i feel like that works and uh, i th- i i love how but it makes sense from an emotional perspective Fa- uh, sam does not want to let go of the boat because that boat is tied to his memories as a child and and yeah. and, and uh, her sister even says when father died when But, father died so if he's like that boat is his last connection to his father so i feel like from whereas for his sister it, it probably reminds her of during the blip how she struggled exactly so for her for her maybe it's not that of a, that much of a positive thing yeah Plus she needs to sell it to make some money whereas sam is like no we'll find some other way because it's like this thing even sees pictures of himself you know in the boat yeah. so it's like for him it's an emotional connection to the past that he does not wish to let go of uh, maybe maybe he lets go of it by the end maybe that could be his arc of letting go of the past uh, somewhat like wanda's arc i'm not really sure um but i but i like how they set up it's a good setup but it's a good episode as well so i like how you have the sam uh going through human struggles uh as you know with monetary problems and with not letting go of the past and i like how 
um it goes from immediately to the action to grounding him as a normal human being and that we can project uh, project ourselves on yeah so i feel like that's sam stuff and i like how sam uh, gives the shield to a museum although i think he's going to yeah. i think i think he get it back yeah he is going to not just get it back he has to earn the shield by the way i feel like because uh, steve did not give sam the shield just to be kept it in you know just to keep it in the museum right Uh, yeah that's why that's why i was really confused exactly if you're going to put it in the museum yeah. why would you have given it to sam in the first place yeah because sam right now then i realized by well. the end of the show he probably gets it back or something exactly Wait, earns I, it back if did you, you uh, did you read my short story on whatpad regarding this no okay uh, I, i'll kill you later uh, but um, <laughs> <laughs> i was waiting for that but okay <laughs> yeah you're waiting for death huh? nice i'm yes. coming but uh, like in that that uh, i wrote that short story before the show came and uh, the theme of that show is fa- uh, sam has the shield but he does not feel like he's worthy of it and so i'm glad that uh, what i thought is exactly the theme of the show that sam does not feel like he's worthy of the shield so maybe that's why he gave it off he's like thank you steve for giving this to me but uh, you know uh, this is not for me and i cannot do this therefore i am giving this to the museum and that's the lie he believes So I think you might have heard yeah. this in several of my videos, right? I think good characters are based upon what they believe, right? And yeah. So I feel like here it works really well because Sam believes that he is not worthy of the shield, whereas whereas I think what he has to learn is that his belief is flawed, and uh, he's actually worthy of the shield, and he has to earn that, you know, that thing. Sh- and um, earn I, the shield, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I like how Rody came for a bit. You know, he didn't play a huge role. Yeah, but yeah. I liked him there. You know, he had a nice moment, and he just had some. I think Rody is one of the underrated characters in the MCU. No, because he is not underrated. He is just not as prominently like what do you say favorable as no. in a sense. What I'm saying is, if see he he didn't get blipped for a reason, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. the the russo brothers made sure he didn't get blipped yeah so i i think they consider him consider him an important part of the avengers and we'll probably see more of him in That's the future right. as more of a commanding figure rather than um what he's been yeah but so far but bro the only important thing i can remember rody did in end game was uh, slash yeah i don't i don't see the point of that he just <laughs> it's like comic relief he just <laughs> slapped and you know knocked out peter quill that's like the only thing yeah. he's doing in the movie otherwise he's just in the background shooting and shit that's all but I, yeah but i no but i don't worry rody is getting his own show so it's oh. called yeah it's called oh, yeah, armor yes. wars yes yes i saw that i'm not yeah. excited I, i'm not I, excited for any marvel show that i haven't seen footage of as of yet Cause they all look oh. very boring. Yeah, I'm not. I, I was. I'm actually really excited for Loki as well. Yeah, but yeah, I'm. I'm also excited for Loki. We've seen footage of that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. The footage that is shown. So maybe I'm not saying footage equals to good. I'm saying footage equals to some more in you know input. So then my I will judge my interest level. Right? I'm excited for Cap. Uh, sorry, Miss Marvel as well because she's a new character. Oh, I'm not because uh, when you say Miss Marvel, I get reminded of Captain Marvel, and that movie was pretty bland. Oh, so. <laughs> I, I'm not excited. But no, it. I'm not um, saying I'm, I'm not Marvel judging. Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel are actually very different characters. Yeah, I know, I know, uh, I know, I know. Miss Marvel, she can like make her hands and legs bigger, and you know. I'm not talking like, about her powers. I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know that as well. Uh, Miss Marvel is this uh, young Islam teenager. Right? Teenage girl. Yeah. Kamala Khan. Yeah. Kamala Khan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know they're different. Uh, and I know Kamala Khan looks up to you know Carol Danvers. Uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Imagine so, okay. looking up to Brie Larson. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. She just said one like. She. Sort of she. I, I think Brie Larson her. gets a bit of unfair hate, but. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. still. quite annoying okay let's move on yeah we have to get back to <laughs> the main show <laughs> I, okay. i can sense it okay i know i know. No, i i feel like it's fine but it shouldn't go on for too long otherwise it's fine i yeah. think okay was a little yeah. stuff um yeah but coming back to the show um so falcon was well done and uh, i like that moment where him and rodi are walking inside the museum going through uh, the you know the monuments and all the stuff it's like trying and rodi rodi like is telling him yeah 
Yeah, it's like exploring through Captain America's past in a metaphorical sense as they're going through the thing. Yeah. And I love that shot how Rhodey is like, see you later. And he goes and then uh, Sam is looking at the shield and then he looks away as if he's not, uh, as if he's not worthy. It reminded me of that shot mm-hmm. in um, Captain America, the first Avenger and in Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. You know, in Captain America, the first Avenger, when Steve was, uh, when Steve was skinny, he oh, was trying to... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Face. Yeah. He was trying to stand into yeah. that photo thing and his face was not reaching. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and there was a scene in Spider-Verse where uh, before there was a shot he's looking the, into the Spider-Man yeah, suit yeah, yeah. The, the Spider-Man suit is there and then yeah. he's looking into it and and, no, yeah, and, and, and and before he makes that amazing leap of faith scene when he's looking into the yeah. su- suit it's not matching it's, so it's sort of like visually uh, stating that he's not ready to be Spider-Man yet but later when before that mm. scene uh, when before that leap of faith scene he confidently looks into the Spider-Man suit and his his face is like you know pitch perfect just suiting there so now it visually yeah. states that this dude is now a spider-man he is his own spider-man so i love yeah. that sort of uh, that sort of visual metaphor that, that they used it here as well that falcon is not right not yet ready to be yeah in america but maybe they'll have a shot like that in the future hopefully in the end of the show maybe that to show him that he's actually now worthy of it or something um something yeah. like that i feel like that is probably a thing but i like that because it's sort of a it does more visual storytelling which i'm a fan of i like visual storytelling more than dra- more than expository dialogue right so for mm-hmm. here i think it works uh now i think we should get to the other primary protagonist the second half of the show uh, of the episode if you will exactly uh bucky so yep. i bucky. love how they had the action scene like the camera's there and the camera is like it's like down but it's like showing upwards and you see these people entering a hotel and i'm like okay so mm-hmm. i think bucky's going to attack from here and i see these guards mm-hmm. and i am like i i literally said to myself some bucky's going to come from behind and okay and he fucking <laughs> like, comes from oh shit i swore my bad he comes from behind and he grabs this dude and then uh, the winter soldier bucky theme is playing and he looks like the winter soldier bucky so i'm like wait what did he revert did he wear the old costume But I'm like, yeah, yeah. flashback. I figured it's a flashback, and I <laughs> loved the action scene because it, it felt like Russo style. Um, what do you say? Very raw, handheld, gritty sort of action where he's yeah, just yeah. fucking knives at people, like guard, like security's necks and stuff. Of course, you don't see that, yeah. but it still feels so mm. like brutal because of the way it's edited mm. and because of the way the camera is moving and because of the I didn't cut and stuff. I don't like brutal, okay? Yeah. <laughs> to anyone listening. No, but no, but you you don't want Bucky love tapping the security guards, right? Yes, yes, I get you it. What like, you obviously. want them you want him assassinating those guys, okay? <laughs> yeah, so, I get it. So I, what I, I was saying is I know you don't like no, but there was no blood or anything, right? It's just felt Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it was stuff. it was a good scene. It felt yeah. satisfying, but yeah. It was good that they didn't show the <laughs> security's next bleeding out oh, no 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 but this is disney dude they won't do such stuff <laughs> uh, but but they are supposed to be producing an r rated deadpool, deadpool movie 3 so. yeah that's a different case i'm very shocked that they're doing that but you know we'll see we'll see yeah no but uh, mm-hmm. not drifting away from the topic i i love that action scene cuz i uh, this i like that bucky haunting uh, what do you say theme that came back to yeah. signify that he is actually having a flashback without even saying anything without having this filter that's a filter that makes it feel like it's a flashback or there's no text that says flashback you just throws it yeah. into the scene and just to the mm-hmm. use of music just to the just through seeing his costume you figure out that this is a flashback and um, then you see if him not for that he would shoots know. this asian dude in the face right and i thought he's used this <laughs> oh. i'm like i thought when i saw that asian dude i'm like why are you even showing this guy right and i love how it comes in the later when uh baki uh, is actually friends with this old dude and that old dude is the father of yeah, the yeah yeah then then it came together i'm like okay now now i'm int- now i'm impressed now that makes sense mm-hmm. uh, but i think uh, jumping from that scene alaho as soon as he shoots the dude we got to baki waking up and i'm like okay so this is a nightmare so i instantly understood yeah. that i think baki's internal conflict in the show is him dealing with his past which i love past, because i'm yeah. like because I, the, the thing the movie is not focus on and that's fine because it's a movie I don't think I don't think you can have time to focus on Bucky's past in let's say Infinity War because that's not the whole mm-hmm. that's not the plot of the movie right Yeah obviously not. Yeah but yeah. I love how like if you imagine Bucky's life it's a pretty traumatic life right you fight in the world yeah. war you freaking fall off a mountain you break off your arm you're kidnapped by terrorists you're you're, you're being what do you say what do you say uh 
mind control Controlled. for decades. Yeah. And and then yeah. and, and then you go back to sleep again because your friend who was supposed to die is also as the same or you know freaking 100 or 100 old years years like you and then you fight this alien purple alien and then you freaking die again mm-hmm. you come back that <laughs> like if you imagine imagine oh god shitty life <laughs> okay so like of course such life such uh, experiences are going to have some some what do you say uh, are going to have some pressure on you right it's going to have it's going to take some yeah. toll right and so i love yes. that the, and i love that they're using bucky's mind control past as a way of him being conflicted and him now be like shit i shouldn't have done those things but he can't help it right and so now he has to deal with whatever he did and he has to deal with others who had to pay the consequences for him being evil then um, yeah yeah he, he wasn't him. evil in the sense evil. he was mind controlled right but i still love how he yeah. feels guilty of sorts and that makes sense sometimes things yeah, that happen yeah it's his yeah yeah no i feel like it's a very Go human on. thing that if something bad happens we tend to blame ourselves even though we probably had nothing to do with it so maybe so that's a very relatable theme so i think people who have gone through that can relate to bucky of sorts that i know bucky you did not mean to ki- kill those people because you were being freaking brain mind control yeah. but i can understand why you you would still feel guilty for taking those lives that yeah. were innocent right so yeah. that i Plus, love and mm, uh, i love mm. how when bucky wakes up you have this bluish sort of lighting i don't know i think i think the i think as i said uh, you must have heard me say marvel movies most of them look really bland i think some of the best looking films are uh, black panther and guardians movies and Uh, yeah i was like going to say guardians yeah guardians volume 2 is the best looking marvel movie mcu movie uh but i i'm really happy to say that the lighting of the show is pretty good i think i love the scenes with uh, bucky in the night time there's all these lights give it a very blade runner type feel the blade runner 2049 movie it ge- it gives it that sort of feel i want that okay well it has some similar yeah, but i understand purple blue lighting sort of okay. stuff among other colors as well so here it gave it a very what do you it gave it gave it an aesthetic you could say right it didn't feel as bland um okay. I, th- i think marvel's working on their color little bit uh, yeah. i think the, i think uh, wonder vision's last few episodes were like typical marvel so the color palette wasn't that that again that looked kind of bland uh, but then for the for wonder vision the beginning episodes are literally sitcom so you cannot have a bland color palette yeah. you have freaking black true, and white true. you have colorful stuff so i think it doesn't apply to wonder vision cuz literally the whole um like style is different but here you could still have a bland color palette but i really like how i don't know that shot is still with me you know when bucky wakes up and he has this like locket that he's wearing and there's this blue lighting behind him i don't know that's a great shot and then i love his uh, therapy session you know you remember that shot yes yeah yeah sorry i muted myself by mistake it's fine it's fine okay so i'm talking about the therapy session for bucky yeah yeah th- that was really good i like that shot it... you know i think i just it's so interesting you don't expect superheroes to go to therapy although wanda needs needs a therapist okay sorry um, i stubbed my toe which is why i muted myself give ah. me a second I see. Well, good luck with that. We have new content for this podcast. It looks like I'll be having to entertain you all until my friend is all right. Yeah, I'm back. Okay, you're back. Fine, yeah. Well, you were in time because I was about to plug myself by saying, "Welcome. Please subscribe to my channel this that. Please subscribe. <laughs> Please follow my Instagram this that." But you saved the audience from my blabber. So. Anyways, yeah. No one's to hear that now. Do hey, they? shut up! Poor, I don't get to say that. Old P talks. Shut up! <laughs> you can't say that. Okay, I'll ban okay. you. <laughs> okay. What? No, I'm good. Okay, oh, let's oh. go. Okay, continue. So continuing. Um, first of all, it's so weird. Not weird. It's sort of fresh and something we needed to see as superheroes. Actually, the the um count therapy scene, right? Yeah. I I started watching it was super recently so it didn't feel that different to me because ah. the therapy scenes happen almost in every episode I say well I'm not used to that much scenes of that no but I'm just saying that yeah. from a perspective of superhero going or from a superhero or a comic book character going through therapy sessions is sort of interesting because you have never seen that like let's say yeah, Wanda definitely needs therapy even Agatha says <laughs> the thing but uh, you know she yeah. has the therapy but here I, and it makes sense from from what all bucky I went, think doctor strange will become her therapist oh, oh yeah he's a doctor right 
No, not, yeah. not exactly uh, that uh, kind of doctor, but still. Multiverse, yeah. in multiverse of madness, I think. Sure. Something like that. Kind of Some mentor, mentorship or something will happen. That actually be kind of funny, yeah. No, but yeah. I, I absolutely adore the way it was shot. Okay. Because usually Marvel doesn't take that much risks and doesn't take that much risks in his filmmaking as well. Sometimes in some of the bland films, uh, the filmmaking is also pretty bland. There aren't many very interesting or creative uh, uh, choices that are made that are make it... Are talking about Captain Marvel? I'm talking about, let's say, Captain Marvel, Ant-Man in the Wars, Spider-Man Far From Home. Spider-Man Far From Home is not that bad of an example because it yeah, has some stuff, so it has some creative stuff. But yeah, Captain Marvel and Ant-Man and the Wasp as examples, they yeah. don't... I think Ant-Man and the Wasp was an opportunity you missed, but that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. For I'm not going to complain about the writing because I've done that already, but I feel like even in terms of filmmaking, it's pretty average. Yeah, not average in the sense that it's nothing... You know, it doesn't try to break the mold or do something interesting, right? Uh, if I had to take a comparison, let's say Zack Snyder, um, even if his films aren't that great written... His visual style and his style of filmmaking is quite unique, right? Like, I know what a Zack Snyder film is, but I do not know what a Peyton Reed film is. Do you even know who Peyton Reed is, Anthony? No. Exactly. All I know is he directed one of the Ant-Man movies. He directed both of the Ant-Man movies. Yeah. Because I I, I remember reading his name in the credits. Exactly, exactly. So he doesn't have a very... Uh, interesting style. Maybe that's his style. Maybe uh, that bland style, what I consider bland, is his filmmaking style. But there are too many films just like that. So I think the Ant Man movies tried too hard to be funny. Well, it, it works being... because of Paul Rudd most of the time. Yeah, Paul Rudd and Louise. Louis, yeah, the, I, I, don't I, I forgot the actor's name. Don't kill me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think Ant Man One is good. It's not that good. I think Ant Man One is pretty solid. Not it's a good. little better than Captain Marvel. It's way better than Captain Marvel. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, but again, so I, so in terms of filmmaking, Marvel doesn't take that many risks. But here, I love how the therapy scene was shot, right? Um, you have the initial uh, character moments of Bucky actually trying to fix the past and him finding people who brainwashed him and stuff. And he's like, I'm Bucky. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not the Winter Soldier. I am James Buchanan and Barnes. So he's trying to <laughs> become himself you know, be wh- who he really is uh, and stepping away from that killer persona of the Winter Soldier in quotes. Um, so that yeah. character, it's, 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 it's well done. But um, I think it also excels in the uh, framing, right? You see Bucky in the shot that it's a wide shot and he's at the center of the frame and he's pretty isolated. How do you observe all this, man? Simple. You watch too many movies and uh, that's it. I live, breathe, I eat, I drink movies. That's it. Okay. <laughs> no, no, but, no, but like sometimes, sometimes there are moments, right? When you see a shot in a uh, story, yeah, like, yeah. that is a freaking great shot, right? Yeah. Here, uh, you can have great shots without any meaning. Here they had meaning, right? You have this white shot and you see Bucky in the center of the frame. And I've studied, I've studied a little bit of framing and that's to show that he's, it's a, it, this is very simple. He's actually quite isolated, right? So he's isolated mentally because even the therapist says that, what friends do you have? Give me your phone. And she's like, yeah. you your numbers here. You don't even call them. You don't even respond to Sam's text, right? So it shows that he's isolated. Yeah. Right? He doesn't have many friends. He doesn't talk to many people. Yeah. Yeah. That is mm. shown visually through uh, him being at the center of the frame, right? And then there are the and, yeah. and then there are these uncomfortable close-ups to their face, you know. Mm. Uh, so when when she's yeah. asking something important or there's some serious character moment going on that reveals more about the character, then there are these uncomfortable close-ups that you know that it's it's like the camera. Even if it goes a little bit further, it will squish into their face, you know. So it's supposed to make us feel uncomfortable, right? I feel like that yeah. also really works, and that's done both for the therapist and Bucky. So again, yeah, I think yeah. these styles... Now that I look back on it, it does... It, it is... It really does work. Exactly. Because so I, I imagined it from a different different shot, maybe. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem as good as it would have. Yeah. It, sorry. As good as it is right now. Exactly. I, I, I If Peyton Reed had done it, let's say, he would have just made like <laughs> short reverse shot. It's just like um, cameras there and cameras, you know, this is one dude's face and then this is therapist's face. Every time you have to think and... about a bang average uh, director, you Peyton always Reed. go for Peyton <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry he's a great guy, okay? I just, I'm not a huge fan of his filmmaking style. I'm not, I'm not mocking the person. So 
but like i okay not even equating <laughs> let's say if an average director if it was shot like an average marvel movie then there would have there would have been like a normal short reverse shot short reverse shot stuff uh, with the same yeah. dialogues and all right but i feel mm-hmm. like i think some people forget that a movie or a show is not just the script it's also how you choose to you know show these characters right it's also yeah. how you it's use the camera very important yeah show not that exactly so i feel like even several moments with sam you can literally know that he's having uh, internal conflict regarding the shield without even you know without any single dialogue because yeah. the camera is there and you can first <laughs> of all anthony mackie is acting is great okay i feel like even mm-hmm. filmmaking even the actors have to do a great job and the actors are perfect okay but including yeah. the acting and including the camera it feels like a character that is in the moment and you are just soaking in the emotions of these characters uh, just to the fa- just to their faces and just to the use the camera and i just love those kind of mm. stories and here it's done mm. to great effect um so like, like it i think maybe that's why i like a lot of uh, what do you say small scale indie movies because they actually make me feel more and they use filmmaking yeah. to their advantage i think uh, martin scorsese as you might know is one of my favorite filmmakers and his yes uh, his some idiots think he only makes mob flicks he does not only make mob flicks i will kill you okay i have i did not say that i said some idiots or oh, some that. idiots said that yeah i know that idiot is our classmate but no let's not go that he will be attacked by my uh, film community <laughs> so okay let's move on before yes. so moving on to the actual something. show uh, let's move on <laughs> let's move, moving on to marvel which uh, scorsese loves very dearly um, uh, <laughs> um so I, as i said i love the scene with bucky and then he goes out and then uh, he realizes that he has this um, friend uh, this old uh, like asian friend and then you're like okay so it's cute right he is friend with this old guy mm-hmm. but then uh, he he talks about his son being murdered and then you can instantly and then i instantly realize that okay so he is the dude that was shot by bucky in the flashback yeah scene. yeah so i yes. i love how it connects to that and it's very sweet of bucky to be like he's sort of apologizing but not exactly like he's not directly apologizing to the man but he's apologizing to the man for killing his son by just being with him because that man is now alone yeah. he doesn't have yeah. no one so by being with him by being his friend he sort of you know he sort of accepting responsibility and he's sort of um trying to uh, right his wrongs uh, make up for it yeah way. so that yeah, trying to make yeah. up for it exactly so that i think is also really well done and then i also love that little date scene with the other woman in the yeah yeah that was so that, that was, was fun and well. that was good because she was also asking about his past and Uh, all the stuff he did and you know mm-hmm. so that sort of explore and then bucky had to leave cuz he's getting reminded too much and then he goes yeah. to the old man just to tell him that i killed your son i'm sorry i need i need forgiveness and then he looks at the mm-hmm. old man and then he feels guilty and he runs away so i feeling bucky's arc is mm-hmm. to uh, i think bucky's arc is not to run away from the winter soldier identity but like accept it as a thing that was part of his past and he just needs to let go of that and restart uh, as a good man and i think in the end he will let uh, he will tell the old man that he did it but he was mind controlled and stuff and the old man will hmm. forgive him because then the old man will realize that you know this this, yeah. this young boy was not young boy he's freaking 100 years old but <laughs> he's dude, like 100 years old he's probably older than the man himself but this man was, uh, this man was forced to do such things and he is not uh, directly responsible for the death of my son so i feel like that will happen at the end of the series yeah. and if that happens yeah. that's great um I what I am doing right now is I'm not I'm predicting but I'm not predicting theories such as who will come up or what big re- revelation will happen my theory is only mm. what I think is probably suitable uh you know to progress these characters and I'm not going to be mad if that doesn't happen but if I like what what shown to us then you know I'm happy with it so I see exactly so I so, my expectations for the show mm-hmm. is not it wasn't that high until wandavision got over yeah i get it i i was Because actually excited before i think well. wandavision really set the bar really high i know they're not the same kind of show but uh, i think wandavision set the bar really high for disney plus shows that marvel are producing that and we were really excited to see uh, what falcon and the winter soldier brings my expectations are are higher now than they were mm-hmm. before before i thought it would be a solid 7 out of 10 on the whole or maybe a 6 and a half out of 10 now i mm-hmm. feel like it would it would 
maybe even be an eight and a half or a nine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and you know, I actually was pretty as excited when I saw the trailer itself. Um, uh, I I don't quite get. as you said for me i don't quite get that people are like now i'm excited for falcon and the winter soldier because uh one division proved that marvel can make some good shows um that okay that i sort of understand but for me i was as excited and for me it didn't make as much sense cuz one division and, and this are very very different kinds of genres if i have so to I be honest one division was the show i was most excited for yeah i, I and i kind of just forgot about Falcon and the Winter Soldier I was like mm-hmm. mad there who who gives a shit I like how we yeah. still remember Loki even though Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going on Yeah because because yeah. again it's going to affect the MCU Yeah yeah uh, well, my, I'm most excited about like for me I'm actually least excited about what it means to the overall MCU I just I'm just excited about how the series is it being or progresses yeah characters and how they improve and as of now I am so you know impressed because I think Marvel's last film was Far From Home and for me uh, I liked it when I first saw it I think we saw it together but um, now it's foreign a little bit low for me I think in terms of the overall I I still like it when I look yeah, back Yeah I get it yeah no but for me there's <laughs> again it feels like typical Marvel right the, I think the cinematography is not that great I think this I actually thought jokes, yeah I I don't think I should start about it now but I thought the mysterious scene mm-hmm. uh where he you know there's, there's so many like like he's looking into a mirror and then there's suddenly like infinite spiderman yeah and stuff like that yeah all of that it was it was great i know it's cgi but i i love that that part i love that bit as uh, far from home which is I why love- i disagree with the bad cinematic cinematography that was like one scene do <laughs> I'm I, for I cinematography and most daylight that. scenes. I don't want to make this about Spider-Man. <laughs> that could be its own separate thing. <laughs> but uh, no, but for me I just feel like um Far From Home on thinking about it it sort of disappointed me and then I saw uh, let's say Wonder Woman 84, I saw Birds of Prey, I saw Snyder Cut and and after seeing these films I'm like okay all of these films feel so different from one another, right? I love how they have very different visual styles. I feel like how I love how um they're they're uh, they feel so different from one another, right? Birds of Prey is uh wacky over the top but like R rated bloody sort of super not exactly superhero film like a like yeah, a very wacky comic book film and uh, Wonder Woman 84 a lot of people dislike it. I sort of like it and I like it it's about this um hope I don't person. understand the hate it gets that I should probably watch. <laughs> yeah yeah I I I I love the film. but i don't think it's great i think it's like a 7 out of 10 because it has some writing mm. issues but for me i mm. i loved wonder woman and uh, it's mostly about this person this iconic figure wonder woman still trying still inspiring people uh, you know and uh, snider cut uh, i mainly love snider cut because it is freaking 4 hours of zack's snider's vision <laughs> and it's so it's so different and it's so fresh right for marvel movies they feel how like different is it from the justice league Oh, it is way. It is not that different because some of the jokes are there, some of the scenes are there. But like, from there's a longer runtime and stuff like that. It just it's 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 a it's definitely an improvement, right? But yeah, I think before it came out, you said even if it's if it's horrible, it will still be a success. Yeah, I I said that even if Snyder Cut is horrible, I will still appreciate it for being Zack Snyder's vision, and I'm happy I enjoyed the film. Um. uh but again with, without staring it uh, staring away too much i feel like the thing think about the thing about marvel is people are excited because it is a quote unquote marvel, marvel. movie but for yeah. dc uh, for me i'm not excited it's because it's how DC different movie. it is it's about yeah. uh, like literally i love in about zack snyder's justice league it's literally called zack snyder's justice league like for avengers it's not, not it's not saying yeah. anthony and joe russo brothers is avengers infinity war right although although they did mention the russo brothers a lot yes, during yeah. production yes it's yeah. different to put a director's name in the title of the movie yes right? yes no but here i just love how it was marketed so if it's a marvel movie uh, people are excited for the marvel in it and if it's a dc yeah. movie i'm excited for the filmmaker in it so i'm excited yeah. so watching snyder cut i was excited because it's a snyder's film uh for before watching mm. wonder woman uh, it is a patty jenkins film uh, even for the suicide yeah. squad movie coming up it is a james gunn film so 
and yeah. so the batman movie coming up right it's called matt reeves the batman and matt reeves is very yeah yeah matt reeves the batman so i just love how the filmmaker is associated with the film yes yes so marvel you barely know any of the filmmakers i know the filmmakers because i've done research and stuff right you, yeah, but for to the general audience not all of them exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. To the, but to the general audience they won't know and i feel like the problem is marvel is that um everything most most of them feel the same and i feel like that's i maybe that's the point maybe they're supposed to I be think, the same i think i think they're forced to make it similar to yes yeah. the other movies because marvel i think they they think they found the formula for success yeah that is that. their formula and it worked in the beginning i loved the idea yeah but it it started getting boring yeah but now for me it's it's not as boring cuz you know if they don't they don't make a bad movie because they're still marvel they're competent right but i feel like now yeah. and i love how dc is just going the other way they're like first of all they started off saying oh then we will make everything connected but now they're like screw it multiverse go make whatever shit you want right um but i don't want to be a marvel dc topic um but i think coming mm-hmm. back to it in general falcon and the winter soldier is really good it and again it has your mcu stuff like connected to the overall universe you have these easter eggs and oh yeah we even forgot to talk about the flag smashers the bad guys <laughs> we forgot those are the guys with masks stealing and stuff i i don't even remember that scene i'm so okay. sorry uh basically there's this dude uh, who was at falcon in uh, tunisia right and he is roaming around and all these people are wearing masks and he's like what the hell is going on and then um uh, so they steal this bank and they have this money and stuff and they beat up oh, oh, okay okay yeah, yeah yeah i remember now i remember now yeah Thank yeah so that i quite like they're setting up the antagonist of the show and uh, you don't see them as much but then again i think the main focus of the episode is sam and bucky uh, but i like how they set up the villain and, and they feel like a threat you know how rare it is for villains to feel like a threat these days most of them are just so forgettable but they feel like an actual yeah. threat right they feel like mm. they feel like uh, it feels like sam and bucky are going to you know uh, it's going to be difficult for them to defeat these guys so i like yeah. that um they didn't have too much but i think like i that. i think we didn't have enough of them to discuss them <laughs> exactly exactly they're going to come up in the future yeah. episode i love i i love that uh, truck action scene what, I, what from what i saw in the trailers so i cannot wait to see that mm-hmm. uh, but yeah i, I i'm really excited to see those villains and i think that we have to talk about the final shot before the podcast ends um the new captain america yeah i i was i was kind of shocked first because i expected to see a familiar face Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm shocked you did not. One sec, I have to get the bell. I'm All so right. sorry. All right. All right. So, my friend is gone. Uh, till then, you have to bear with me. And if you are hearing the podcast for the first time, well, I have to let you know that I have my own YouTube channel called Detox uh, with P hyphen talks official where um, I edit videos and I yeah, upload back. weekly sometimes. Oh, hello. You just interrupted my plug. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, continuing. Um yeah, so I I expected to see a familiar face uh but no and I I was just like okay. <laughs> I'm so sure did you not know about it. I knew about the new Captain America years ago because I saw like I saw like like uh, what do you say um uh images taken from the sets. So I knew that there's a new Captain America coming. So I was not very oh. shocked. Yeah, uh, I knew I, I knew about that. But I like that guy. Go- I think the government is trying to uh, shut down Sam as Captain America. Yeah. So that could be a racism thing or that could not be. I don't know what to get into it. But that yeah, could be. Yeah. I I don't think Marvel are bold enough to do that. Oh, you you getting that? Huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, I think they've just had all that controversy with James Gunn first with the sexism stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now apparently he was part of the and stuff. So. Yeah. But he's back, so I'm happy. Yeah, he's back. Great. So, but uh, I think for the new Captain America, it's a good sort of antagonistic figure, and it's it good because it pressurizes Sam even more. His conflict is yeah. he's good enough. He gave away the shield, but the government is like, yeah, screw you. Uh, we're just going to take the shield for our own benefit. And now he's yeah, yeah pressurizing Sam. Yeah, just some Sam random army person. Sam. Yeah, I'll tell you one fun fact about that dude, by the way. The, the dude who plays the new Captain America. Yeah. Uh, you know Ego, right? From Vol- uh, from Guardians Volume Two. Yes. Yeah. So basically, the actor who plays Ego, his name is Kurt Russell. Hmm. And uh, that actor Don't plays Captain America. Don't tell me he's the Ma- same actor. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Oh actor. God. 
It's not the same actor. It's Imagine they set up some weird ego. Oh no, that won't happen. <laughs> ego is dead. Yes. <laughs> no, but the actor who plays Captain, the new Captain America, is Kurt Russell's son. So that's the relation. And Kurt Russell was in the MCU. Okay. So that's the relation. Oh. He's not the same actor, dude. That dude is young, and Kurt Russell is old. I, I'm like, how is that the same actor? <laughs> they're just they're just father son now. So I like that guy back. So the son's also in the MCU now. Um. So yeah, I think that's the end of the episode, and now I'm I, I was I'm really looking forward to what's gonna happen next, and I and I just really yeah, I, I hope that Bucky and Sam meet because I want to see that. But um, yeah, another episode of this I don't think will work. Let's see. We'll see, but I think for this one it was a great setup to action. It had yeah. great action. It had great setup to the overall MCU. But my favorite bits were some uh, bold and risky creative choices in the filmmaking. and uh, exploring the internal conflict of Sam and Bucky that we finally get to explore outside the film so um, yeah yeah and the final My words, favorite part about the episode was the internal conflict as well exactly exactly so that's, uh, that's it, it's that making bucky and sam feel human before getting into the superhero stuff exactly i like that that's that's that that, that i think is uh, necessary in nearly every superhero story uh, to yeah. sort of uh you know just make it great from good to great and this is yeah. pretty great so yeah well i think uh, this is the end of the podcast i hope we meet soon uh, please don't delay the rest yeah. of the podcast uh, antony please don't do that <laughs> don't betray me like this we are busy you know i think you know yeah, we are busy but uh, you owe me so you owe me as well hey, hey you owe me okay let's not get into that let's not get into the nitty gritty Okay, I Let's pray to stop God. recording. Thank yeah, you. I pray to God this thing is recording. If this did not record, oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> I always have to worry about that. Edit it at least. Okay, this this so much you have. No, but I up. like I like this. So let's just let's just see. I see. Okay. Well. Okay. Uh, stop recording. Thank you for listening. Uh, hope you join us. Soon. Thank you. Bye. And if you like Anthony, if you don't like Anthony, it uh, doesn't matter. He's still gonna keep coming. So. Yeah. Yep. I will just just let Pradyun talk and. Say yeah, yeah, all the time. Oh my like god! Always... Don't, don't be so dry. Anyways, goodbye. Say goodbye.